1: a doctor's appointment right now i yeah. think sutton needs a little work here and i brought my markers you're not having a doctor's I'm appointment i'm like uh, this
2: is do you was- need my health insurance card
1: welcome back to bravo breaking news with kim and lisa
2: today we are talking about the latest episode of the real housewives of beverly hills and guys we have thoughts.
1: We are celebrating four years of the Sutton concept while also witnessing the cringy demise of Kyle and Mauricio. There
2: is so much to break down, but before we do, make sure you are subscribed so you don't miss any Bravo
1: breaking news. Okay, so we opened the episode this week with kind of this crazy scene with Kyle and Mo. It was I almost didn't know whether the episode was starting. You know, there were flashbacks to the weed dinner. Kyle was telling Mauricio kind of what was going on, rehashing, pun intended. You know, everything that went on during that dinner. And she kind of shares how Sutton was like pushing that there were rumors going on about Mauricio. And he was like, well, you told her to fuck off, right? And Kyle's basically like, no, I didn't, even though she kind of did. But it was such an awkward scene they kiss, then Kyle kind of like runs away. It was so weird, such a weird way to start off the episode. There wasn't a lot of context. We didn't get a lot of closure. Like what were your thoughts watching this scene? My thoughts were, oh my god, they are just
2: like living two completely different lives. They are not together anymore. And Watching her, she was going to walk away without like giving him a kiss goodbye. And he was like, Let me give you a kiss goodbye. But he almost tried to give her this passionate kiss, like grabbing her face, you know? And she was not prepared for that. It was almost like it was her brother kissing her or something. It was so awkward and cringy. And it just made me realize, like, I have to accept this. Like, they are over. They are never, ever, ever getting back together, like ever.
1: And I just. You know, this made me think, let me go off on a small tangent here, about the reality reckoning. Because Bethany's whole thing is that, you know, or part of her reality reckoning was that Bravo Liberties had to sign NDAs, which kept them from exposing what they went through and, like, the mistreatment of, you know, being on these shows. Mm -hmm. Bravo came back and said that it was because They didn't want the storylines of this season getting out. And this is the perfect example of that. Because when the news dropped about Kyle and Mauricio separating, we were stunned. We were shook. We had no idea that any of this was going on, yet it had been going on the entire season. So Mm -hmm. this is just proof that the NDAs are serving that purpose and not what Bethany had to say. I just had to get that off my chest. I, I think that's a
2: great point. And thank you for sharing that with us. Of course. <laughs> I hope you feel better. But yeah, it was just, I mean, it was wild. And I'm with you. I I had to rewind a couple of times because I thought my YouTube TV was starting it in the middle of the episode. It felt like it didn't feel like an opening scene. But I guess there we are. We're here. Um, so Then we go over to Sutton's store. She is planning a party to celebrate four years in business. And she is talking to her assistant, Avi, who is like, you know, a side character on this show at this point. And I got to say, he's bringing some he's bringing some good liners. I'm into it. And the party planner arrives. They start talking food and Sutton says no food, no food. Everyone is on Olympic and no one eats anymore. And of course, you know, she meant Ozempic. But I thought that was that was pretty funny because it is kind of true. And when we we're at BravoCon especially, you could tell that so many of the housewives have lost a lot of weight, you know, in a very short period of time. And not only that, they're all Botoxed and filled to the brim. They all look great, okay? So let me just say that. It's just that they're all starting to morph into like this same human And they're all starting to kind of look alike and there's not really this diversity of size anymore. And it's just kind of like sad to see that.
1: Yeah, it certainly is. But hey, if you can save money on food at a party, so be it because nobody's (laughs) going to eat it. Even though we did have Erica, Crystal and who was it? Garcelle. Take the whole appetizer tray from the from the pass around trays. So there's that. I love that. But we get into more about, you know, Sutton's like, oh, I'm so glad I've been open for years. You know, I did it all on my own. And mm-hmm. then we have the producer throwing the shade that we all were thinking. Yeah. And so the producer says, did
2: you use any of your spousal support money for the store? And she says, well, of course.
0: <laughs> so this episode is brought to you by Sax.com.
1: I don't know who's going to who's gonna be the one to tell her. I think it's going to be everybody because, yes, she has sustained the store for four years, and that is, you know, she deserves to be proud. But if you have $300,000 coming in every month, you certainly don't have an issue paying $10,000 a month in rent, whether you're making money or not. So just want to throw that out there. Yeah, and listen, I understand that, you know,
2: It was a divorce settlement and she earned that money. Okay, but it's different to say like I used it with with no one else's money but mine. It's like Sutton, you got to be a little more self-aware there. And I guarantee you she is not selling enough merchandise to break even or make a profit on that store. Okay, so I'm sure she is having to put in more of her money now and then, maybe not every month, but now and then she's having to put in more money to keep things afloat. So let's just, let's just call it like it is. And then oh, for says, sure, you know, the, the drinking rumors are dangerous and, you know, it could affect her business and could affect her, ch- her children, you know, her son could be taken away from her. And I'm like, girl, it's not that serious. Like, I don't, no one is claiming that you're a raging alcoholic who can't function and is, you know, endangering your child. I just, I don't know. It seems like it, it's all being blown into like, it's all being blown out of proportion in my mind.
1: Yeah, I mean, Kyle clears that up real quick at the party. But speaking of Kyle, we get probably the most emotional scene of the entire season. I don't know about you, but I was tearing up. It was so Mm -hmm. hard to watch. Kyle and a life coach sitting at her home. She immediately starts getting emotional, kind of starts talking about her issues with her sisters, with Kathy, you know, everything that went on between them. And she kind of gives us a lot of details about her friend, her best friend since she was seven years old who took her own life. Like this woman has been by her side pretty much her whole life. She was in Kyle's will. Um, You know, she was closer to her than she was with Mauricio. And that was just so, so hard to watch. I'm getting chills just talking about it now. And kind of backs up kyle's claims of why she's making a change in her life she wants to be in Mm -hmm. control she wants to be healthy she wants to do things that make her feel good and if she's making those choices for her mental and physical health then more power to kyle and i think everybody needs to shut the fuck up i totally agree i think
2: this scene was really important and it gave us a lot of insight into kyle's mental state during filming because we forget that filming happened, you know, months and months ago and it's not real time. So she was really going through it when she was filming this and hearing her talk about losing her friend like that and it seemed like there were no, you know, sort of clues that this could be a possibility. It sort of just happened one day and she is left with no answers and probably feels guilty and feels like, you know, why, why did I not know that she was in this position? And I just, I think it really tells us a lot about what is going on in her life and explains those changes. And I, I'm with you. Like these are not negative things and it's her way of coping. And honestly, it's probably the healthiest way of coping. Like that you could choose. Most people, not most people, but a lot of times people will go into a severe depression and do unhealthy things. And she's choosing to, you know, work out and not drink and kind of shed some toxic toxicity from her life. And that should be celebrated. And so I just think, I know people always say like, oh, you guys are clearly on Kyle's team. And I have no problem saying I am a Kyle fan. I think she's given us so much over the years. And even though, you know, she has her moments where like, I don't always agree with her. I think for me, I always kind of find a way to identify and relate to her a little bit. And I I just thought this scene was so powerful.
1: It really is. And I think anybody who was questioning like why she was acting the way she was acting, even Sutton, I hope Sutton watched last night's episode and really it really hit her you know like what was going on with Kyle and the fact that she was going Mm -hmm. through all of this while her marriage is also in shambles like me Mm -hmm. personally I would not be able to take that I am not a very strong person I have anxiety I you know I take on a lot, even though it's something that's little. And for Kyle to be going through all of these major, major things in her life at once would break anybody. And so I just think that props to Kyle for handling it in a healthy way. And, And that's all I have to say. But, you know... We jump over to Anne-Marie's house for a little bit more of a lighthearted scene. We get to know her a little bit more. You know, she's a mom. She has three really, really cute kids. We see Marcellus, which, you know, every time I see him on the screen, I'm like, oof, you know, like, because we have those rape allegations, don't know what's to come of that. We will see. But, you know, she shares that her priority is being a mom. You know, she's all over the place, their house all over the place. Um, But I thought it was funny. (laughs) that she was like, oh, we've been married for nine years. And Marcellus married me pretty much because I'm an eight and a half at everything, even in my looks. And like, that's a little bit of a red flag. Like if your husband is like, you're an eight and a half, like, I'm gonna marry you anyway. I guess she got a nine for her body or a nine and a half. I don't know. But that's just kind of like a weird thing to say. It's a weird
2: backhanded compliment in a way, I guess, because eight and a half is, you know, that's not bad. But it's just kind of funny to say like, honey, you're, I love you so much because you're an eight and a half, you know, in smarts and looks in determination. And it's like, but I want you to think that I'm a 10, even if I'm not a 10, I want you to think that I'm a 10.
1: Yeah, it was a little strange, but it did give us a little bit of insight into her personal life, which we need right now because we don't really know her as Sutton says I don't know you. She's entering the conversation where she doesn't belong. So let's just dive into Sutton's party because that's where the real shit went down this episode. Yeah.
2: Okay. So we see Kyle getting ready. She FaceTimes Morgan again, just, you know, lights up when she's talking to Morgan. She reveals that Kim's coming with her to the party and, you know, always love to see Kim on our screens. So back to back episodes is, Phenomenal. Kyle says that her relationship with Morgan's different than with her other friends because Morgan kind of calls her out on her shit and she teases her and she roasts her. And I guess that's probably refreshing to Kyle, who probably surrounds herself with people who are just like her. And she kind of talks about like the cheating rumors with the ring and and she says, oh, I'm wearing this necklace tonight. Like, what does that mean? Does that mean Mauricio has another family in another country? Or like, maybe I do. And so... I don't know she's just you know kind of filling Morgan in on on all this goss
1: yeah so then we see Kyle and Kim in the car and again love to see Kim on our screens you know I love to see them together and Kyle's basically like i'm bringing kim to show sutton that i didn't lose two sisters Mm -hmm. right now i've only lost one i still have one that's on my side so you know there's a little bit of strategy with this Mm -hmm. going into it but i'm sure she's happy to have kim by her side because when kyle shows up and they see sutton it is awkward it is so awkward obviously they are not on good terms the dinner did not end well but leave it to Kim to break the ice. You know, she's being so warm and, and welcoming and genuine to Sutton congratulating her. You know, they meet a painter and Kim's like, I'm a painter now. And so they have that in common. She's like, you know, I color on my walls. And I love that for her. I love Kim. We want to see more of her art. Like Kim, get an Etsy store up. We need you to be selling this art because you would make millions. I I'm I guarantee it. So it was fun to see that side of Kim, you know, she dodges the Paps on her way in. She just like is her kooky self all the time, no matter what, and I love it. I love to see it. Okay, I have a question for you. What did you think of Sutton's speech? The speech was, I mean, the music said it all. You know, like again, <laughs> like fill the screen with a million question marks because, like, what? Like, women love labels, but like not these type of labels, but like these type of labels. Like, I get where she was, I was going. So confused. I got where she was going, but her approach and the words she was using were not mathing. But I was also like super
2: focused on Megan King Edmonds in the background. She was like right in the background of of Sutton's shot. And I was just trying to figure out where that connection was. Were they going to, you know, have her on the screen? Did she get mic'd up? Apparently not. Or if she did, it was cut. But I was just kind of focused on that, too. And I was trying to follow this rambling speech. And I don't know. Like Erica says, just keep smiling. Just
1: keep smiling. Yeah. And then we get the uh, more awkward instances between Kyle and Sutton. It, like, just didn't stop. Yeah. So Sutton says,
2: OK, now I need a drink. My first one of the day, by the way, you know, oh, oh, I have to ask mom for a permission to to have a drink. And Kim doesn't know what's happening. So she's like, what? Am I mom? Like. Who's mom and so Kyle you know kind of clears that up and she says, by the way, I was just talking about that one evening at your house. I'm not saying that you're always five drinks in. it's just that one instance at your house you were acting kind of strange and I wasn't sure it was your first drink and so okay, great they've kind of cleared that up and then they get into the whole, well, you hurt, my feelings with the makeup gift I didn't say that Garcelle said that okay let's call Garcelle over and it's just this like again this merry-go-round of who said what and I'm like none of that is really the point like the point is that Sutton is just digging and pushing at something that Kyle clearly is not like ready to talk about and or actually that's not even true about something that Kyle is not ready to talk about beyond what she has already said, which is that, yes, her marriage is not great right now. And so I just,
1: I'm like, Sutton, let the mouse go. In your own words. I agree with you, but I have to play devil's advocate here because they call Garcelle over. She owns, you know, bringing up the makeup ring, which props to Garcelle for just like shutting it down right away. But... Then Kyle goes on the speech about how like the other jewelry, oh, what about my other jewelry? What about my necklace? Okay, that's not the same as a ring on your ring finger. A wedding ring means something. It symbolizes something. And now they point out that she has a different ring than she had at the dinner that is different than her original wedding ring, different than the ring that she was wearing, a new ring. And of course, Sutton's gonna sleuth so it, you know, they realize that it is the Tiffany T true ring and her and Garcelle in the confessionals are reading the product description on tiffany.com, you know, like it celebrates connection, partnership, you know, it symbolizes all of these things. And Kyle is now wearing it on her wedding ring. And I don't know if you've seen, but I'm pretty sure that Morgan has the same ring. Okay. Cause I was kind of
2: waiting for the, so what? I'm like, so what? Maybe if I was super rich, I'd probably switch up my rings all the time too. To me, what's important is that you have a ring on that finger so that it's clear that you're, you know, taken and I don't have to like fight off men everywhere I go, obviously, you know? No, but seriously, she, I did not think it was a big deal that she keeps switching rings. But if Morgan has the same one and also wears it on that finger, that might be saying a little more.
1: It might be. I don't know. I think time will tell. But the conversation shifts and now it's Dorit and Sutton going at it about the drinking. Okay,
2: so Doree goes over and confronts Crystal. Did you say that I was going around to everyone about, you know, saying that Sutton has a drinking problem? No, I didn't say that. I said you said it to me and Kyle. Oh, yeah. Kyle said it, too. And then where it gets really good is when Sutton enters the chat and Anne-Marie starts going at her about her neuropathy and mixing those medica- those pills with drinking. She says, I heard you say that you can have drink while you're taking those pills. You can't. And Sutton says, my doctor says it's fine. And Anne's marie says, but it's not. And she's like, okay, are you my doctor? Like, do you want my health insurance card? And I, on this, I'm on Sutton's side. I thought Anne-Marie came in way too hot, way too know-it-all-y, okay? And don't start trying to, you know diagnose someone and understand their issues and tell them what they're doing wrong when you are not her doctor, okay? You do not know her specific case. And with the whole esophagus thing, she's like, that doesn't make sense. That does not make sense. Okay, but you're not her doctor. You've never seen her x-rays or whatever. I don't know. This kind of turned me off for Anne-Marie. What did you think about this?
1: Does everyone want to come with me to get my esophagus stretched out? Like... (laughs) Sutton, I was team Sutton on this one. Anne-Marie totally crossed the line. Like, what the hell is she doing? This is basically her introduction to the group because she didn't say much at the weed dinner. And now she's basically picking on every little thing about Sutton when she knows nothing. Like, why am I I having a doctor's appointment right now? Like, it is insane. Marie, read the room. Back it up. We know you're a doctor. That You know, the doctors and anesthesiologists on Real Housewives love to make it known that they're doctors and anesthesiologists. I, I I love a female doctor. But read the room. Read the room. This is not the time or the place to bring this up. This is Sutton's special event. And, you know, it just keeps going and going. Um, Anne-Marie says Sutton is being condescending when Anne-Marie is the one that's being condescending towards Sutton. Nitpicking totally. every single thing. And Sutton's basically like, who are you? I don't know you. And at this point, I agree with Sutton. Who are you, Anne-Marie, to walk in and diagnose her with something that you know nothing about? So that just totally threw me off. You know, we end the episode. Everyone is proud of Sutton for keeping her store open, even though it is all because of the spousal support. (laughs) But props to her anyway. You know, keeping a store open is not easy. And yeah, and and like Erica said, she could be
2: off, you know, just lounging on the beach all day. But she's not. She is... Doing something that she feels passionate about, and you know she's putting in work. So we're proud of her.
1: We are proud of her. So I think there is a lot more of Sutton versus Kyle to come. I still don't think we're near the end of it. I think we're going to see a lot more. Um, so we will be here every week to cover every episode of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. We got the mid-season trailer, so we have half a season left to go. They should be filming the reunion soon. So there's going to be a lot to unpack. Yep, and we're getting Vanderpump Rules back
2: soon too, which I'm so excited about. So make sure you're subscribed, follow on Instagram at Bravo Breaking News. I am at Lisa Not Rinna, and we will see you guys next time. Bye.